Geelong. It's a bit of breaking news coming through from the Cats. Oh. Offered David Bundy a three-year deal. Mm. <laughs> Jokes. Right, that's the gear we're going with. That's what we're going with, mate. We, uh, I we thought you were serious. I was like, here. do I need to go back no, and no. get this up at thewest.com today? Well, g'day everybody and welcome back to the Hardball Gets AFL show. Completely packed for work in the weekend, this podcast is brought to you by the new Mazda BT50 SP, the complete package. Today on the show, it's the two-minute warning at around 20. If you haven't subscribed to the program, please do that. Leave us a rating and leave us a review and tell a couple of mates. Uh, now, if you're involved in community sport, you'll want to know about Streamer, a platform that lets clubs easily create their own revenue-generating streaming programs. Join StreamShare. It's that easy. Check it out at streamer.com.au. And if you want to get involved, let us know at streamer at wanews.com.au. All right, get stuck in. This is a Hardball Gets AFL show. My name is Nick Rin, joined by Xavier Ellis and Chris Robinson. Gentlemen, what's happening? Guys, how are we doing? Uh, well, Dave Mundy to start. I'm sure we'll cover it, but yes. uh, yeah, just broke over here. I wasn't. Oh, I thought. I thought all the noise was that he was going to go around again. Caught me yeah. behind the hop. I think the four out in the fools might have been the nail in the coffin. <laughs> Jeez, he was good still. He had, he had 36. So how, how old is he? 36. Could probably give him four out on the fools. I reckon. I've never seen just 1037. 1037. Literally last week. Yeah. I've never ever seen him kick the ball out in the mm. fool, let alone four in a game. He just had a gut. There was some vision of him just like staring into the abyss on the bench. Yeah, wasn't there? yeah. Someone <laughs> said they saw that, and that was him contemplating whether he, he comes was back. Done. <laughs> Jeez, he's been done. such a state. He could have kept going next year. Well, why do you reckon he has pulled it? He probably, I don't know, he's just feeling it. Like, yeah. he, all, yeah, all the noises, I think, from him and from the coach and everyone was that it was probably going to go another year. But, yeah. Mm. Um, it, it must be a body thing, right? Because he's, uh, you're 37, you can't defeat Father Time, but his footy is enough to warrant him playing on. Yeah. Yeah, it's always so you feel like to it's the probably rule, a body though. Thing. Like, he fronts up every week. Like, Boomer Harvey could have kept going, Sean Burgoyne. There is probably, I don't know, is there a point you just get to where you're like, even yeah, when you're I mean, planning, he's, he's I'll, I'll do through. one more of this, and then you're just like, ah, oh, no. He's had a lot of highs team-wise, but he's also had a lot of lows. Mm. And you'd suggest that Fremantle are heading towards more of a high than a low. Yeah, you thought he'd go another one. Yeah. Anyway, that's a uh, good news for David Mundy, because yeah. he's been an absolute superstar. It'd be interesting to see. He's doing a midday presser, which will... Be out by the time this podcast comes out. So it'd be interesting to see if he how he Says expands something. on it and whether there was a moment that he um. I like, that the, he knew. I like the time stamp there. Yeah, because some like these dickheads. He's just he's already spoken. <laughs> he said why. Just, yeah. just so anyone listening to us on Monday yeah. night goes, hey, he's, he's, been, he's been through all this. Uh, he said his wife would divorce him if he didn't quit football. So <laughs> yeah, that's why he quit. And we're here speculating he's why. A, he slipped over his leg, fell off yeah. after the game. Uh, yes, yeah, it's ten fifty-five a.m. Western Standard Time on a Monday morning. Just for anyone interested. <laughs> Um, Captain's right. log. Another good one. A uh, few good games on the weekend. A few not so good games. Well, how about just because Robbo has no idea what he's going to speak about with North Melbourne? Let's go reverse lateral, shall oh. we? Yeah, pressure on. <laughs> oh shit! I got nothing to speak about West Coast. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's kick it off with North. Isn't there a rule where you you're supposed to start with your strongest content first so that <laughs> no, we don't lose it. listeners within the first two and a half minutes? That's of this why pod? we're starting to do that five five second snippet at the top of the show, Good and then right. like, you know, then we've got them. Guys, I'm seriously open to North Melbourne here. They lost by about as much as we thought they would to Essendon. They hung for a little bit. Um, I mean, Horn Francis was slightly better. Can we? What are we taking out of the season at this point? 
And genuinely, if you're a North Melbourne fan, what are you trying to look for and what are you trying to take out of the season at this point? Because it's just grinding to a very slow halt. I watched enough yesterday and uh, Jordan Lewis said in the call, like, the kick to Larky was atrocious. Mm-hmm. And they're like, and Louis's like, oh, it was good. You know, Larky didn't, didn't, um, didn't suck or whatever. Yep. I would walk up there and punch him in the head. <laughs> it has happened all season long. They they literally are lucky to hit their foot at times. Mm, it's a lucky has fifty meters space to his left, and guess where they kick it? Fifty meters to the right. Uh, watching Curtis Taylor, you say, it was a patch where um, Jed Anderson in the goal square twice by himself. And oh no, missed him. Shit, didn't see that one. <laughs> You're like, are we serious? I thought I googled Curtis Taylor's age. He's twenty two. I'm thinking he's 18. Like, mm-hmm. Are we convinced on any of them? Well, this is a problem. This is when people talk about Clarko potentially coming in, how much of an impact can he make by way of obviously strategically and game plan? But in terms of like, are the, are the skills actually there? Is the talent actually there for some of these guys? Because that's a lot harder to fix, right? Well, if they're not, well, it's easy to fix. Well, yeah. You just get new guys. Yeah. But then you've got to find another 40 people to mm. fit on the list. Yeah. But, I mean, they're going to get number, number one draft pick again this year. You've got number one last year. Well, they've number, number, number th- two this year. Well, yeah, but number three the year before. Mm. Um, they've just got to keep banking talent. LDU's going to be okay player. Uh, Jai Simpkin. Mm. I, I feel for Jai Simpkin. He has a red-hot crack, but he's never going to be that big. Oh, he can't, he can't get it going himself. No, no, no. Yeah. He's he's on the outskirts. He needs to be kind of the third banana in that in a midfield. In, in right? a very, in, very in a good, good team. In a very, if, if he came to Fremantle, mm-hmm. perfect fit. He, he would run around and have 40, 35 touches. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he's tough. He's just small. Like, that's that's the only thing. They just don't have anywhere near it. And like Goldstein switching the ball yesterday and hitting oh. Ballier, I just was like, oh, what are we doing? Uh, West Coast. Uh, great. All right, West Coast Eagles. I'm just going to quickly go through after yesterday's uh, first half. I thought Gold Coast were going to get to 150 points at one yeah. stage there. Do you think that these guys have got another level of football uh, going forth? So West Coast got to get better. Mm-hmm. Do they have another level of football in them, in your mind? Or get to a good level, okay? So Liam Ryan, is he on the up or down? He's on the down. Just quickly because we're going to get through a lot. Oh, yeah, he's a, he, he can get back to he's, it. He's had better Better, better seasons, of course. Jake yeah. Waterman, is he going to go any... Is that just Jake Waterman. about Jake Waterman. That's just about Jake Waterman. Andrew Gaff. That's Andrew Gaff. That's Andrew Gaff. Dom Shepard, we haven't seen. Shepard doesn't exist. Elliot Yo, Zach Langdon. No, that's Zach Langdon. Reddo. That's Reddo's probably gone down. He's Nick, an old yeah, man. Yeah, Nick Nat. Uh, he's going Same. down as well. Sam Petreski-Seaton. That's about his level now. That's his level, isn't it? Uh, and then we've got Oscar Allen, we haven't seen. Shuey, obviously. Old. Liam Duggan. That's his level. Cripps. He's probably going down as well. What, how old Cripps? 30 plus? Nah, maybe... He'd be, he'd be 30. Yeah. 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 I reckon he holds that level for a few years, but he's not... Like, yeah, but they're not getting better. So no. the West Coast is second last. Luke Edwards? Yeah, uh, he's out. More. I think he might be gone. Uh, Isaiah Winder, Alex Witherden, Xavier O'Neill, Zane True, Jackson Nelson, Luke Foley, Tom Cole, uh, Bailey Williams... Uh, Red Brazo, I think, has done well. Jermaine Jones, I'd say, has gone up. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Uh, he's, Josh, been, he's been a positive. Josh Rotham. What are, we, what are they doing? Where does the, where Greg does the Clark, improvement come from? You, you could cut every single one of them mm. and go, oh, well. So who survives and who goes? At the end of this year? Yeah. I was surprised by Hearn going on. Yeah, so was I a bit. Like, ha- Harry right. Edwards has got the reverse Coleman stitched up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No dramas there. That'll <laughs> be a water okay. Brownlow night. Um, but I just don't see where they've possibly yeah. got any sort of room for growth next year other than Campbell Chester, who is 
not an early Never first round Never pick. Seen him. Late first round pick. Yeah. Um, uh, Oscar Allen coming back. Oscar Allen will return. But that's I mean, Dom Sheed's missed most of the year. Played one game, but mm-hmm. Dom Sheed's not that person that's turning up. You're turning up to. But he's still getting his thirty. Like he, when, he, when he's playing well and fit, he's getting his thirty. But I agree. Like across, the, we're talking about two or three. Would you rather North here. Melbourne or West Coast right now? Oh, well, with uh, the state of the list, yeah, probably North Melbourne. I was going to say West Coast because you can just buy your way out of it a lot easier than you can in North Melbourne. Um, we're going to GWS. Uh, that is me. So, you can do lot the spray. Of, lot of talk, yeah. A lot of talk about Mark McVeigh's yeah. honesty. McVay spray post game. The McVeigh spray talking about how some players were checked out and basically almost unprecedented listed yeah. the eight guys who said sort of went to the wall in this game and basically implied that everybody else had not done so. He found eight. Yeah, he literally listed them. So but even guys. some of the, that was some of the ones he listed. I'm You're shocked like, he well, found eight. Yeah, sure yeah. So he said Josh Kelly, Lockie Whitfield, Harry Perryman. Sam Taylor, obviously, um, Cal Ward, Toby Green, uh, Matt Kennedy, uh, not Matt Kennedy, Matt Kennedy. Adam <laughs> Kennedy, former GWS giant, and Jesse Hogan. So basically, between the lines there, no Taranto, no Hopper, no some of Ash. these guys who are you know, reportedly considering their options for the future. I mean, what did, what did you make of it, and how do you respond to that as a player? It- if you're not on that list, I made you're basically it. being singled out. Not singled out, but basically being called out for a lack of effort there. A medium-term caretaker coach who knows he's not going to get the job and has just had a guts and wants to make it like, this oh. is not this is not all me, guys. Yeah, it's but really how interesting. Even, how- but, but even bookies-wise, and I know the bookies aren't everything, Mark McVeigh's favourite to get that job right Really? Now, no, he's not. He's fa- I'm not Can saying not it's my be. opinion. He's with the well, with bookmakers. That's he your favourite. You no, a- no, it's not. <laughs> That's me reading numbers off a page. Don't be like that. You've obviously got it wrong. Who's going to be the first interim coach to be sacked is Mark McVeigh. <laughs> yeah, it's the wrong list. Okay. Uh, well, there's value there if you don't think Mark McVeigh is going to get that job. Uh, GWS. Gamble responsibly. Mark McVeigh is $2.25. Well, Correct. Wait. Who's next on the list? Clarko. Clarko. Wow. And then anyone else? What other name? Surely oh, there's someone he, else. He'd love to have an inside word because neither of them two are going to get the job. Yeah. No. Well, there's some value. Upwards others. Gamble responsibly. Yeah. Goodness me. Well, yeah, that's... Like um, Don Pike's third. Uze, four. Kingsley, five. Don't mind Uze. Ash Hansen, six. Ash Hansen. Heard, Carousella, Lambert, Hinkley. Ash Hansen, the, uh, the orange probably wouldn't work. Just like... Yeah, orange. Orange. Done orange. Yeah, the, the polos wouldn't be great. <laughs> I can't believe he found eight players. I mean, they had 301 disposals in that game. Oh, they were 301 to 418. It's, fall- it's falling away pretty uh, quickly, isn't it? Adelaide. So what did I tell you? It's weeks. I'm not worried about Adelaide. I tipped Adelaide on Where the Where are they game. on the ladder? Yeah, they're, they're near the bottom. That's so why yeah, I'm talking about them right bottom. now. I'd be slightly worried about them. But the ba- no, the bounce is coming. And I think next year the bounce is coming. Like on next so year. So what do you think next year? Next year I got them somewhere between 7th and 11th. I thought you were going to go seventh and fourth or seventh something. Seventh and fourth. <laughs> I thought you were going the other way. <laughs> seventh and no, premiers. Seventh and eleventh. Like they're either going to scrape in or be on the cusp. I was confident that West Coast this week would beat them. Josh Kennedy's yeah last game anymore. we think, mm. but now I go Jesus. not so much anymore. They, no. They've got young. They're young and they can run. Yeah, and there's but they can fluctuate from week to week. It wouldn't surprise. Yeah, because they asked yeah, if those semi didn't. But turn they up fluctuate against the good teams. Yes, they haven't really fluctuated too much against the shit. No, that's and they, and even they've been in a lot of those games as well. And then something to, like the the mm. straw breaks camel's back. Towards yeah. The, what about Tex just flipping uh, Crips? <laughs> I love that. Just how strong he is. Yeah. Anyway, just get in. But like they got they got things. So the keys forward worked. Obviously, how clever had, tag. Yeah. yeah. Another tag that worked. And then it? yeah, and could kick three on the. Amazing. amazing. I'm uh, shocked that a player can stop someone when they try and play a negative <laughs> role. It's, yeah. It's, so, uh, um, it is incredible. <laughs> 
<laughs> I can't work it um, out. Well, one of the ones happen. I liked that I want to talk about was Ned McHenry. And yeah. like, we, we, we talk about the next thing they need in their evolution is a bit more class in the midfield and classy midfielders. Mm-hmm. I think one he, he's one who could probably make that jump for, let's say, you know, half the centre bounces or something because mm-hmm. he's still a good finisher. But he's got that he's got that fast feet and polished skills that I think he could add to that mix a little bit. Yeah. They've got a lot of workhorses in there. They don't have a lot of polish. So what do they do? Did you see um, Kane Corns did the – he must listen – after we speak about the long-term contracts, oh, yeah, the big, yeah. and and uh, Roy Sloan was nominated as like the number one long-term contract Hall of Fame. Oh really? What's he got? Like a six or seven? Yeah, he's has played like thirty games or yeah. something. And <laughs> um, so they've still got like Roy Sloan. So hopefully they don't plug him in the midfield. You know when an old player yeah. returns, you're like, just don't put him there. Put him put him in a forward pocket or yeah, find something else. You have him. to play him. I get that because mm. he's your captain. Yeah. But like, don't don't put him back in the midfield. Because and he's not one who's he's not like a. A one-trick pony, like he could probably find a space somewhere. Well, else. he's a bit of a one-trick pony, but he could do Keys's job. Yeah, yeah, yeah on the weekend, yeah. he could well, easily do that. As, as and, a and he's unlike Matt Crouch, where they have stated their intention, going, "You can only play mid, yeah, and, and you're not playing mid." Yeah, yeah. yeah. Matt Crouch, actually, I need to see how Matt Crouch went on the weekend. Uh, Essendon, uh, Essendon. I've got Essendon Football Club. Fun fact, and I'm not smacking Darcy Parish, but he <laughs> is. He won three games from thirteen when he played. Yeah. Without him, they've won four, four oh, from well, six. Beating North Melbourne <laughs> is a little four asterisk on that. From six. Little asterisk. <laughs> four from six. <laughs> Not one from one. Four from six. What's everyone else's average disposal? Uh, and Zach, and Zach, Merritt, Zach Merritt is just displaying who he is. Oh, oh, he's the best kick inside 50 in the competition. Quote me on that. No dramas. He's the best by far. But what I want to say is Mason Redmond, is he the most mm. improved player in the entire competition? I shot the message to my brother. He said Chad Warner. Yeah, I've gone Mason yeah. Redmond. Will uh, Brody's in that conversation. Marvio Choles in yep. there. But you know in the NBA how most improved players a big award. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Say it's a big award we in the We should have AFL. that. Why do we not have that as an award? Don't know. And they're doing it. They'll probably introduce it. They don't absolutely know. should. They've wrapped up a bunch in like one award ceremony this year. And I love the old bounce back player of the year or comeback player of the year. Mm. You know, a player that's missed 12 months. Okay. For Who's example, uh, Sam Doherty. Yeah, that's an easy one this year. But who is the most improved player in the competition if it's not Mason Redmond? If you had to pick one, who is it? Uh, yeah, I would say Will Brody off the top of my head, but if it's not Mason Redmond. Yeah, I like Will Brody. He's, he's, he hasn't tailed off either. He's still doing real, real good things. Mason Redmond's about to win the, the best and fairest. Yeah, at, at, at Essendon. At Essendon. Will Brody's become a sort of massive key piece in a side Got that... Got a lot of football on the weekend. Maybe. Up not, sure, not sure they went anywhere. <laughs> up, until, up until a couple of weeks ago, we're still a premier... We still might be a premiership contender. So what happens if Essendon win the next three? Is there three weeks to go? Yeah. yeah. Three. And S and, S, uh, and Freo lose the next three. Then they're almost and like still, that. And still... You said if it's not Mason Redmond. Yeah, okay. He's probably between those. Oh, no, actually, Chol. Turns like... Yeah, big two probably Chol. He's kicked 45 goals or something. Has he kicked a goal in every game? I think yeah, he has. Is he still yep. the only one? Him and Fridge. Oh, yeah. Bailey Fridge yeah. is still going. Yeah. That's been uh, a remarkable story. Hawthorne. Hey, Hawthorne another one of those ones where there's not, there's not a lot to talk about with him. Like, okay, is he going to bring a Have you not seen Ward? Well, that's actually that's the one thing I had down here. Yeah, a bit of love for Have you not seen Ward. Mitch Lewis? Mm-hmm. I mean, like, this week. Have you not we, seen James we've Sicily? Done, we've done the Mitch Lewis. We've done James Sicily. Uh, have you not seen uh, McDonald's actually playing okay? <laughs> Yeah, okay. Jeez, Sorry, you're a hater, mate. mate. Sorry. But I'm going to get rolling on a Friday night and you hate on my just team. Just get angry. Peter Love for Josh Ward. Uh, this is the Josh Ward that we thought we were going to see the all threat. season. Yeah, yeah. He's a, mate, he's a 
He's a very classy player. Academic, good looking. Oh, academic, good hair. What was, was his? Uh, Hang on, let's not TDR. get into the hair thing. We don't need ninety-eight point nine. Ninety-eight point nine. And it's for for a non-ruckman, that's pretty good. Uh, yeah, <laughs> ruckman. There's a real high and low there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Didn't you, finish school. V ninety-nine in medicine. Yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah, twenty-six and five tackles on the week with Josh Ward, rising star last week. This is that that preseason game, the last one just before the season. We mm-hmm. had thirty-two. Were just I, don't, I think a lot of them... Was that the sixth quarter game? There's one, yeah, but, there's, there's one game that, that people go, what about that game? And there was, stats, there was yeah. one that went six quarters. Yeah. This remember, guy had 51. Remember wow. Hawthorne were down by 10 goals and they drew or something. I was like, what's happened here? It was yeah. like, they went for six quarters just and one team going. went off at halftime. <laughs> um, Sam Mitchell nah. just said, wait until they were in front. Said, oh, we can probably wrap it up now, boys. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I'm a ward man. No, he's had a good two weeks. Uh, the one I was going to say is... McGuinness tagging again. I like it. Went to uh, Sinclair. Sinclair, Sinclair bit, tag yeah. got dropped because of mm. the game. But it's funny. Actually, the game. What about when teams just go, we're going to try and score? Yeah, funny that. And they kick five well, in When you have six minutes. goals down. Yeah, they kick yep. five in minutes uh, mm. and away they went. But uh, yeah, the Hawks are pretty boring, to be honest with you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Port Adelaide. Um, that's me again. So what's the, uh, obviously a frustrating season for Port Adelaide. That's getting clean on another pump. Well, that one guy. Because that one guy put a sign up and Ken yelled at him. Is that what happened? Yeah. What happened? <laughs> there was a sign on like the entrance to oh, Albert Sack Hinkley. Uh, Hinkley and then uh, so Ken, Ken Hinkley, Ken man. Gavin I, I do like Ken Hinkley, but I'm, I, I just don't... They're a good team. They're meant to be a good team, Paul. They are. I, I did enjoy yeah. how he gave it the... I don't know if you guys saw the quote, but I did enjoy how he gave it the, oh, well, if, if we were in finals, you guys wouldn't want to play us kind of yeah, a couple yeah, of days ago. Yeah. It's like, yeah, but, but, but you're, you're, not. you're not, though. So, <laughs> so why aren't you? So their major win this year has been the back after Connor Rosie on ball. Yeah. Like, obviously, that's yeah. the future for them. Mm-hmm. Um, they got to fix Ollie Wines. Just not Ollie Wines has just gone, he's gone back to just a midfielder. Yeah. Um, yeah. Right, uh, he looks... Happened. He looks like he's got OP or something. He's not running. Yeah. But, know, I'm going to talk about Jared Lyons in a bit. But those bigger bodies, when they don't move, you don't gone are the days much. of being useful around a clearance. Yeah. Because the other person's being very good around the ground. Well, and that's and you really see with what Rosie's going so well because he's a fast twitch fibers, mate. And off he's he goes. Yeah, 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 yeah. He's doing handballs in mid. So what about Charlie Dixon? You love your fast. I do love your fast twitch. I don't have. Is, I don't possess any. FTX. That's why I'm obsessed with him. Is Charlie Dixon a stopper in terms of? Uh, Georgiades, Marshall. Like, well, it, I don't know because they haven't been able to do it without him. Um, yeah, but they haven't done it with him. Yeah, and they, just, they need that big body up forward because it doesn't. They're all quite lightly framed. Like, yeah, I so don't they, know. So they need a big body. When was the last time we saw a big body do anything? That was, gee whiz, thankfully that was a big body. <laughs> like, what's a big body going to do? Well, he's still crashing. Like, if they don't crash a lot of packs, like, but they don't have a lot of smalls, I suppose, to capitalise yeah. on the crash packs either. I don't know. I just don't know whether Charlie Dixon is. More just in the way a little bit. You reckon? Of, of no, sorry, that's, that's unfair, Charlie Dixon. In terms of growing Georgiades and Marshall Moore. Yeah, maybe. There's, there's certainly a weird mix down in their forward line. It, it is a weird mix, out. I think, yeah. Um, and just the, the quickly on them, the prison bars uh, raise their head again. So what's happened there? Collingwood said no again. And the so they signed something back in the day, yeah? Yeah, Eddie has some super agreement, which you'll... <laughs> would you, do, well, would you just wear it? I just wear it. They did it. They did it in the rooms, and they put it on for the song. That's that one right. Time when they were and just, they warmed yeah. up after the game. They put them on. That's right. Yeah. Just, to, just do the Michael Jordan with his shoes. Just find me. 
I'm going to wear them. Yeah, yeah. Well, we're supposed to be not in finals or anything. They can't cut the penalty. Yeah. Well, take take premiership me. points away. We'll get a better yeah. draft pick. Yeah. Well, the, imagine that if the AFL, like, we're going to stitch you up. We're going to strip you of every point you have. Hey. Number one draft pick. Hey. Suddenly hey. got number one draft pick coming <laughs> in. Then before you know it, every year there's eight teams playing new shirts off, whatever it might be. To get, to get the number one draft pick. <laughs> Gold Coast Suns. Uh, Gold Coast Suns, Tuke Miller, 16 clearances, Unreal. 10 tackles, 30-odd mm. disposals. Unfortunately for Tuke, is it going to be one of those careers where by the time he's slowed down, because he hasn't got a trick, really. Yeah. So one, when the Gold Coast Suns are about to launch... When they win the flag next year. Say four years or whatever, when they're really humming, you hope. Yeah, yeah. But hopefully, God, I'd love to see. Yeah, I think it's another one that happens faster than that. Do you reckon? Okay. Well, I just hope that Took Miller gets the the gravy as well. Because watching yesterday, and we said, I think we said on the podcast last week, if you haven't been in the footy to watch Took Miller run, it's incredible. Yeah. And he just, imagine him standing there, and I love Shuey, love Redo, love their good mates. But there's no way in the world they can keep up with him. No. Like, no way in the world. And what he did yesterday was destruction. I was going to say, Marv Chole, mm. um, oh, tip your hat. Guy. Mate, he's been unreal all season. Yeah, like I said before, it's like kind so of someone, 45 goals or something. Someone tipped Brownlow like three weeks ago as a smoky. And I was like, no way. Which he wasn't at the time. Well, you think you get but, one or two. But he's got three there, three last <laughs> yeah. week. If he finishes with three, three, three. Like, yeah, but they don't give forwards threes. No, no, no. No, two. Oh, two. I two. think you took about Marvel or Chole. No, no, two. Like, he no. might get one. Two. Two. That's, that's a real smoke. Sorry, I was really trying to encourage you there, but that was a no, real No, you took one out of the You box. can make a case he'll be in contention. <laughs> so he, 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 might he polled up, 17 he, last year, and they won, and he played in seven wins. He's played in nine wins already this year. He probably plays in, what, did a couple he more? Did 17 last year? Yeah. Oh, God, I thought he might have polled more. But, he's, but he's been better this year. Mm. And, the, and you need okay, one. Let, let me rephrase that. Do the umpires recognise him yes. as being better yeah. in a slightly better and side? Suns have been better. Is that so, worth yeah. a, an extra half a vote a game? Maybe. Maybe, yeah. I, I think that's what I'm like, look at, especially it's if you can nail the next three rounds. Because mm. Brayshaw wouldn't have polled. Oliver wouldn't have yeah. polled. Lockie Neal, I don't think, would have polled mm. watching yesterday. I know I think, 30. Yeah, I think you could potentially get to mid-20s and then you just, you'd just have to hope eight. for... What happened in the last... I, I, I watched a bit of the first half of that game and then thought it was done. What happened in the second half? Shea Bolton. Shea Bolton. Hey? Wrong game. Yeah. No, I'm talking about West Coast Gold Coast. Oh, okay. <laughs> what, what happened in the second half of Shea that game? Bolton I, fl- I flicked it over to the other game to <laughs> yeah. watch Shea Bolton. Sorry, I said Lockie, I said Lockie Neal. <laughs> my poll. Yeah, what that would have been... Game? Shea Bolton ran out in his son's yeah. <laughs> West Coast Kenzie. He got a mid, mid-game trade. Uh, Western Bulldogs. Uh, that's me. So, gee, this was disappointing. This was looking like it was going to be a season-defining well. mm. win at halftime. I think it was two goals up at halftime, and then the third quarter just went bang. But the first um, quarter, they piled on early. They were terrific. Bang, bang, yeah. bang, yeah. Yeah, and they and they sort of reminded us that, hey, we can, if we get in, yeah. which you still think they probably can get in, that Oof. we can cause some serious uh, damage. I guess the question is... It, it kind of obviously reminded me of the grand final last year where it happened a little bit later in the piece, yeah. but once the ball got rolling against them, they just couldn't stop it. No. Nah. Mm. So that, I think that, it was nine goals in a row for That Ge- was unbelievable that third quarter. Yeah. And I, I, the commentators like, they're doing it for Selwood. I was like, no, no, no they're just this doing is just out, this is out of control. Like, yeah. no, it's too cool. They're it's right, not for anyone. They sit on top of the ladder. Like, yeah. It's all working out for them. And, and if you went, who were their best players on the weekend? Geelong. Danger, yeah, I thought dice, was good, yeah. but like it is a real. Cam Guthrie didn't get a truckload of it. Like he played yeah. okay. Mm. Uh, Joel was quiet. Hawkins was okay. I'm not sure anyone even had thirty. No, nah, like. no, they didn't. Yeah, but it was like one of those low possessions. Just, just go spread, forward. Yeah, yeah, that was brilliant. 
Yeah, mm. but that's a real problem for the dogs. Just being able to stop this it week? when it's going against you. Who do you tip this week? Dogs Freo? Yeah. <sighs> Bont looks sore too late. Didn't go into Where the is field. it? In Melbourne. In Melbourne. Probably dogs. Probably dogs. The way things are going. But still, no guarantee yet. No guarantee to get Trelaw back, who's quite an important. He did train last week, though. He was yeah. training, like, yeah. full training, and then he didn't play. Yeah, he had been that, subbed off twice with that hamstring or calf or whatever. Is that part of it? They just don't. They don't have a lot of well round. They've got a lot of great attacking mids, but not too many yeah. well round. Like Josh mm. Dunkley's probably does both sides pretty well. Ooh, but, but even still. he's hot and cold. One of the great derailings of a football season that was going places was Bailey Smith. Oh yeah, yeah. his first ten games was exceptional. Yeah. Didn't help. Had yeah. a flu. Had a shocker, head butted, bags. Yeah, bad end of the season. Doesn't help. But they're absolutely a team that if you could have a, if you could blow a timeout halfway through a quarter, they would be the team who go, hey Bevo, timeout. Let's stop it halfway through the third. We need to talk about this. Uh, Richmond, Richmond. Yeah, Shay Bolton. I'm going to throw it out there right now. Unreal. How much space? If you had access, say say you're a club. I don't know. Just pick a club. He's 23 years old. Yesterday he had 25 and kicked two goals, five. Yeah. He's going to have a game where he kicks eight and has 25. Yep. For mine now, he's the number one player in the competition. The, the number one player in the competition, if I could crowbar someone out of a team. You'd want him. I'm picking, I'm picking Bolton, and it's not even close. For, uh, for this season, for just, your future? Club for your future. Yeah, okay. Pick a Fremantle, for example, being in, not in the window, but getting towards a window. Gold Coast Suns. Old man played for Freo. Um, Shay Bolton's did you? Mm. There you go. Um, so you know, a, there's plenty of clubs that could do with it. Uh, he's my number one in the entire competition. Agree, disagree. If not, who would you have? Jeez, oh, tough he's question. Twenty three. If you want to win right now, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. You Wait, just... twenty three. He turned that game yesterday. Mm. Like, like they could not stop him. Yeah, I think between him and the Chad. Chad who? Chad Warner. Chad Corns. Oh, Chad, I thought he was Chad Wingard. I was like, oh, mate, you really, Chad Wingard, yeah. <laughs> you really haven't watched football for five years. <laughs> Certainly not Hawthorne games. <laughs> you have not watched footy if Chad Wingard's on the yeah, card. He's all Australian his first year, man. Yeah. But, I mean, he seemed, they seem to win when he plays well. Yeah. But well, he's, yeah. He's, the, he's the biggest barometer on a footy team. When he wants to win a game, it's very hard to stop him. Mm. He, yes. just, he just misses those snaps all the but time. But it's also when you let him, like the amount of times yesterday I looked up and he had space. It's crazy. acres of space. And not space behind the football, yeah. space like yeah. in front of the footy. Yeah, between him and the goals. And it was Neil, Lyon and McCluggage, Lyons and McCluggage in the midfield. Mm-hmm. And he'd go in the midfield and then he'd just disappear. And you're like, yeah. one of you yeah. he's at one some of... stage need to realise he's pretty good. Yeah, I saw, the, I saw the stat floating around in my head somewhere. He's one of the... Most efficient guys in the whole comp in terms of when he goes in for a centre bounce, yeah, and the rate at which you win a clearance, yeah. he's I think he's top two or top three in the entire league. It's funny, Clark used to have the best combination. So when it got desperate, sure, it was something like you know usually in your head you go right, oh send in at the time. Brad saw Sam Mitchell, Luke Hodge, get it done. Mm-hmm. It was something like a combination of Cyril. Um, a, a non-namer and Sam Mitchell. So there was like, like a, death. Per, a, per, a de- the death three where there was just analytics. No, yeah. that's the start. We're going to run with it. Yeah, yeah right. Uh, we're into the eight now. St Kilda. Yeah, St Kilda's me. Um, great to see Dan Hannabury back. This is a guy who... The did we name, give Dan Hannabury love on this podcast? We did last week. Yeah, yeah. The, the, yeah the, the, the name is... It's, it's still just so far off the radar and you mm. forget how good a player he was yeah. because it's been so long. But since I punched the, the numbers last week and the games that he played for Saints, not mm-hmm. many of them, yeah, but the ones that he played were still good. Yeah, yeah. He just had over 25. He just hasn't been able to get out there. Yeah. So, so this is 
this was his 11th game since the pandemic began, which is a seemingly a long time we ago. We call that now. long COVID. Yes, yes, it's a <laughs> long time ago. Um, and this is the most he's had of the footy in that time. So 27 and a goal. Um, the goal was a bit it, lucky, did you see it? Did see the goal, yes, he'll take it, he'll take it. Um, but this is where, you mentioned we're into the eight now, and at this stage of the season, normally being an eighth is, you know, possessions nine-tenths of the law. St Kilda's last three to come deadly. at Geelong versus Brisbane versus Sydney. So... Mm. Uh, How many are they going to win two? They've probably got to win two, I think, and that's going can to be pitch very, very tough. You, you can, but I mean, between Geelong and Sydney, they're probably the two informed, most informed yeah. teams in it, and Geelong in Geelong. And Sydney playing for something. They're playing, Sydney top playing four. for potentially four, top maybe four. two, yeah. Yeah, so it's you, you can make a case for them pinching two, but... Gee, you wouldn't be betting on it. Nah, I, I think they're nah, probably going to get overrun. There's most, what would you? What, what's the bigger chance? Mark McVay at the Giants <laughs> or Saints winning two? <laughs> uh, well, according to the odds, Mark McVay. Yeah, yeah, yeah but what do you think? Deep, what yeah. do I think? Um, I'm going Saints. I think Saints, two. yeah. yeah. I, I don't see McVay at all. <laughs> at all. Yeah. No. I wonder if Betfair, you can lay it. Because but that, maybe they know something that I don't. Yeah, maybe, maybe they've announced it will come out when this goes live. <laughs> yeah, Mark yeah, McVay's yeah, going to yeah, jump yeah, for his coach. Yeah, <laughs> the spray worked. Um, yeah, I've been king again. What did he kick? Two goals. Two, five. Same as Shea Bolton, yeah. Yeah, two. It's a worry because they let Hawthorne back into that game late where you're thinking, geez, what are we doing here? Did they panic? And I think that was where they lacked the star power. Yeah. Putting an end to it Gre- all. Gresham out is a big out yeah. in yeah, terms of X factors who can out. give you something. Yeah, uh, Carlton. Uh, that's also me. I'm rolling here. Um, this is another one. Are, are they definitely making it in well, terms so, of the uh, eight? I saw an article yesterday. It was like, do these guys even get there? Because they had a big three coming yeah, up. Yeah, so well. this is their three. So Carlton, we've all season long, they've been in the eight. They've been yeah. a contender. Can they win the flag? We thought, sort of yeah, they're yeah. an absolute lock to make it. And now, all of a sudden, they basically have to win one of their last three, which doesn't sound too tough. But then again, this is the assignment. At Brisbane versus off, Melbourne. Off of Fagan will have Brisbane yep. wound up like a clock. Correct. Versus Melbourne. And if Melbourne had started or a Melbourne, click by then, okay. look out. Yeah, yeah. And then versus Collingwood in that in front of 80,000 plus. Collingwood's the one, with the but pressure of, for 10 weeks. Yeah, but with yeah. the pressure of going into that game, yeah. potentially needing to win to make it against the, 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 and Collingwood can kick you out if you don't make it. There will be 95,000 there. Yeah. That place would be jumping if that's the case. And I think that will be the case. I think they're going yeah. to have to win that last game to make it. When I went to the G two weeks ago, it was like a reminder of how amazing that joint is. Get 95, there, there were 90 odd thousand there. Is it scheduled on a Friday night? It's, I think it's a Sunday afternoon. I think it's the classic <laughs> Sunday afternoon slot. Having said that, crowds have been okay on a Sunday afternoon. So that's even more pressure because it's yeah. like, that's they'll know it's either do or die. Yeah. It's literally yeah. our uh, elimination final And if Collingwood are playing for a top four or something, yeah. it will be Which unbelievable. Will be. Yeah, but Collingwood are not only be. playing for top four, but they're playing to boot yeah. Carlton out. And if oh, you, goodness, like I've never really been a Collingwood man, but their young side, I'm on board. Yeah, and them, them, them knocking, this and them knocking off Carlton. Mm-hmm. I, 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 I'm feeling they the passion. Like, I'm a neutral supporter, <laughs> and for some reason, I'm supporting Carlton. I can't. Uh, uh, Collingwood. Yeah, this is a very rare, like easy Collingwood sign to get behind. Yeah, like, I, I don't know if I've seen that in my time. And uh, yeah, hundred percent. What about how sloppy Carlton were on the weekend? Yeah. yeah, but that's why. That's kind of why I tipped Adelaide as well. Like yeah. I'm an Adelaide uh, truther, but uh, yeah, you also. Are. Think like the Carlton are doing. They're a bit the same as Frio. They're going yeah. from first half of the year. They can win a flag. To second half, or well, maybe not yet. Did you see Kane Corns on the Sunday Footy Show? No. I just saw it on Twitter. The volcano where he does an yeah, explosion. Yeah. Anyway, he's like showed all these missed tackles, and there was a, a movie length amount of missed tackles. Sure. Mm. But the flyby on um, 
on two plays during it was like tech. Tex breaks a tackle with Cripps. Yes, Tex, not known for being tough. And that was one little <laughs> uppercut. And then the other one was Plowman, who missed it. Like, Plowman, not sure how he even gets a game, and kept going. I was like, Jesus Christ, they're just, just some fires. Uh, Fremantle. Uh, that's me again. Jeez, I'm just rolling through them here. Um, table, Robert. Yeah, well, I'd, I mean, is, is it probably more space to talk about Monday now? I did have some other stuff yeah. down. It's probably... Do you want to do other stuff and talk about Monday at the end? Yeah, yeah, sure. Because Monday deserves it. Sure, sure. Um, It's probably, all things considered, was probably their most disappointing loss since the 2015 prelim when you consider how big that game was, Mm. the stakes, the fact that they're at home, um, the Friday night stage across the the national spotlight. A stack of media around the retro round as well. Yeah, like 100%. And yeah. Just, you can package up the first three games of 2016 as the most disappointing since the prelim. Yeah. What the hell? Yeah, I guess so. That was more confusing. <laughs> yeah. But this is when you had that expectation there and everything that's come before it in the season yeah. and knowing the stakes yeah, on this yeah, game. Yeah, the yeah, fact yeah. that they, I would have put my house on the fact that they got within four goals, mm. at least get within four goals of Melbourne on a wet night. Mm. And I guess the most damning How clean thing was, was Melbourne. Yeah, the most damning thing was it didn't happen in the rain. Like it was a bit obviously yeah. a bit slippy and and the and surface and later. Et the conditions were fine. For yeah, yeah, it, yeah, it was done. By the time the rain came, that game was done. Yeah, yeah, no, it was. Uh, so pressure's no there. no fear. Mm-hmm. Melbourne had zero fear of mm-hmm. Fremantle. Uh, they the the way that Melbourne took the tackle on and then handballed to someone cleanly. Fremantle just flicked mm-hmm. it around, flicked it around, eventually got cleaned up. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the forwards just had no, there was no fear. Melbourne just had no fear of Freo, which yeah. was uh, which was amazing. The I thought on the night it was going to be hot, high scoring ish. Yeah, I know Fremantle yeah. sometimes, could, but what they score thirty two points or something? Kick five goals, just, five goals. Yep. Kick fifty points the week before. Even the Petrarca, Sean Darcy back and forth. That's what, and that's when you get into a little bit of that no fear. Like it was pretty innocuous. Petrarca obviously sold it and got pretty. Uh, up and about about mm-hmm. it, but when he's there in his fa- in Darcy's face, calling him fat, like you know, yeah. big fat bastard. Like, yeah. where's it? Why, why did Darcy not just whack him again, give him a proper one? Mate, was, and where's everybody else coming in as well? And like there was another one where the ball came down, got brought down the ground, and five uh, Melbourne players jumped on a small Freo player and in attack, and Lob just stood there. I was yeah. like, at least get him off your teammate, for God's mm, sakes. Yeah. Anyway. Uh, we're on to Brisbane Lions. Uh, Brisbane Lions. Did you guys know the record at the MCG? Yes. I it, tipped him. I just did I the whole him, emotional rollercoaster yesterday. Goodness yeah, no. gracious, man. I couldn't be bothered cashing out because I thought it was like a dead certainty. I was like, why, why take $8 less when I can get that $8? And then I didn't get any of it. But If, you, if you're up six goals at halftime, I don't care who you're up against, no, what the circumstances. finish it. But also, how is, and I don't know if this is part of your thing, but how is Darcy Fort your starting substitute? And how well did they get found out with that yesterday when Bailey went off in the second quarter? So, yeah, hor- horrible, I think, the selection for... I think that... Well, I think we've spoken about it before that they... Uh, Fagan they must have done... They've lost bigs being subbed off. They've been The ones that have been subbed yeah. off injured have been the big players. And so it worked, maybe it worked they, once. Maybe that's what's gone into his, his thinking. But mine is... So, Jared Lyons hasn't had a big season. And as good as he's been... He's been an absolute superstar at Brisbane Lions. Watching him leave a stoppage... It is just jog, jog, oh, jog. Slow motion. Really slow. No, and it, and it reminds me a lot of what's happening in the West Coast midfield. Mm. Is by the time you've just jogged off and pointed, Ollie Wines is another one to get down the line. Like modern game, it's gone. Yeah. And I watched the other day, yesterday in that last half, and he was uh, stuck in no man's land, the tennis court net for a theory. Like you're not either in one side of the court, and it's just going over your head. 
I'm not sure that Brisbane can go any further with Jared Lyons as a midfielder. Mm. Well, yeah, and if he's not a midfielder, is he in the side? That's it, yeah. It, it's, he had 20-odd touches, but that was the problem when Bolton was going crazy. Mm. It, no, they couldn't keep up with him. Mm-hmm. You don't sacrifice Lockie Neal's role out of there. It's almost like it's that third one has, has to evolve into a rotation of Bailey and Rayner. Yes, well, yeah, but even Rayner yesterday at times was a bit like... But next year will be better for the run. Oh, she's talk about the asterisks you put Still on that. Still a bloke. big truth, though. <laughs> yeah, you are. No, I just and maybe I'll maybe. It worked Jared, for ranking, so. I'll go. <laughs> and Jared Lyons might be holding it, uh, holding it, having a sore groin or something that's limiting, yeah. and he's just forcing him to just jog down. Oh the well, next year they got uh, Will Ashcroft. Yes, yes. <laughs> he will just get his seventy-eight th- touches per game and Brisbane from there. Oh, you line through them now after yesterday. Still alive. Finals, different game. Hmm. <sighs> I've been big on them, but yesterday so really, right. really rattled me. I think the really week off. Me. I think the week off. Like, if you you can play the week off really well, and then finals is a reset. I don't know that. That was just another example yesterday of big game, big game atmosphere, and big stage, and like yeah, check. it was almost even worse that they got the start and then just went. Nah, yeah. we're not really up for this. And I love Jared Lyons. I hope he's just sore. Mm. Mm. Uh, Sydney Swans. So that's me. So they're in the top four. We're into the top four territory now. <laughs> Um, it's, it's almost like you can't take too much out of that game at the weekend because they just absolutely feasted Which on is that? GWS, yeah. yeah. They weren't playing anyone. Poor but old Sam Taylor. Yeah. <laughs> at least he gets a lot of chances to prove how good he is. Yeah, sure he does. He's coming in there More pretty, chances than he'd like. There's all Australian nods coming up because he's had a 900 <laughs> entry. Yeah, the fullback should be from a bottom eight side. Yeah, yeah. I don't get bottom <laughs> ten. I don't care. Can't give it to the Premiers. The ball's never down there. Yeah, yeah. Um, I, the, the thing to take note of is that, that Lockie Ash tag on Chad Warner. So obviously come pretty quickly. Yeah. Do you think that's something other sides try? Also, I don't you're getting flogged that much, just take it off and just go. Like just Yeah, you're at the stage where you want Lockie Ash to start firing the footy. Yeah, you really I are. thought he had a fair bit of potential, Lockie Ash. Top ten draft pick. Last year he had a game in Dash the, in the mid thirties, mm. I reckon. Mm. Got a long kick, runs with it. We, we spoke I about this earlier in yeah. the year. Like why is he I just a don't think he's the tagging type. Like no. pick a slow bloke like I was at times. Like just Give this kid a go at running. Yeah. That's well, probably been a surprising one for McVeigh because that Ash thing started it. in the car and he's done he's made so many changes. Whereas mm. the, the Ash tag seems to be something that he's yeah. continuing with. Well that's it. It's it's funny, like they did it with some other ones do it early in their careers. Like Caleb Sarong was one they to, gave him a lot of run. With. Go on but it, that's yeah. like Caleb Sarong's not a uh, line breaking mid. Like mm. Lockie Ash. They can't tag too many people like Lockie Brad Saul, Ash. Brad Saul. Brad Saul was tagging and then won yeah. two best of first, I think it was. But there's not too many. Uh, lo- like Lockie Ash isn't learning a lot nah. from tagging some of these people. So back to Sydney, sorry. The Chad Warner stuff that came out, I haven't seen any of it. Oh, no. Uh, are you worried about that now? Because he's pretty important to the way they go. I don't think so. This wasn't one where it sounds like someone did dirty on him. Not that I, I haven't actually delved too deep into yeah, this. Yeah, I, I haven't either. There's a Dropbox box. Yeah. Uh, and it's him. But I haven't seen it, so I can't comment too much on what it was. Yeah, I don't I think imagine just nudes and stuff, but you reckon he's the sort of kid that's like, nah, whatever. I feel like he'd be that kind of kid. Yeah. I think he'd be fine. Still had 20 with the tag. 20 in uh, a shot. The day after it came out, whatever it was, I think he'd be yeah, just fine. I think Josh Kennedy sub. Was it, was it this podcast we spoke about? Did yes, Josh we did. Kennedy come back? Yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. And I like it. At least he's got his hand, like he's, he's back. In the mix. Yeah. He's one injury way of finding his way back on the ground. Mm-hmm. If, then, if you're a sub in the grand final, you still get the medal, right? You shouldn't. 
So Darcy Fort might get a medal if he's uh, Darcy Fort. Yeah, Brisbane's here he comes. Inexplicable sub on grand final. <laughs> Mitch Duncan was a sub. Is Mitch yeah, Duncan, yeah, Mitch Duncan was a sub. Did he only win one flag, Mitch, or yeah. did he won two? No, he only won one, one. and he was two sub. Eleven, and he that was, was when. J Pod, Pod went down early. Pod Tiali went down early. So he got yeah. a fair bit of game time. So like, I'd love to see who the other subs who won. Uh, don't know. Lockie Neal was Frio yeah. sub in 13. They mm. didn't win, obviously. But Jonathan Simpkin was a sub at Hawthorne. Maybe Taylor Duray might have been sub. I think Matt Rosa was the 15. Rosa was 15. Sub, yeah. when was How many camp? years was it out? Forgotten subs in history. That Rosa one was the last one. Yeah, was okay. it? The okay. 15. It ended in 15 before it came back. There you go. We're going to look this up. Yeah. Uh, we're on to Collingwood. Uh, that's me again. So I don't know how they keep doing it. So the third... With a percentage of 106, which if you look at, you do that, like, let's, if what, you, what, if you adjust the, the table. Yeah, the it was almost like they were uncomfortable with so being you adjust the table, up. Adjust the table to percentage and they sit ninth. Okay. Um, but somehow they're in the, the top four. Uh, it's unbelievable what they're, they're doing. Yeah, um, there's two teams, ninth and tenth have better percentage. Yeah. So, but the one uh, I wanted to mention, um, in your team of the week, on the wing, Josh Dacos. Yeah. Is he, like, in terms of genuine wingman? Because there aren't too many, not, not as many as we've seen in previous years. No, it's like, bugger all. Um, so does he get a nod? He gets in the 40? For, oh, jeez. And I said this about Fremantle when Freo were flying. And it's not a shot at the team. I think it's a great sign of balance. Is no There's no yeah. no one standing out at, uh, at, at Collingwood. Uh, Dacos is... Been, young Dacos was exceptional, mm. had a good six weeks there. Uh, Josh has been great. Uh, Cameron's been good. But, I mean, the CRISPR has been okay. Taylor yeah, Adams been has been okay. They, they've all been down on yeah. previous years. And Ginevan, oh, I can't stand the way he's been. He was got, I thought Pendlebury was going to be one of my fantasy uh, like, trick, trick shots in the back, end. Yeah. And, well, no, because he went back in the middle, but in the, he's just plodding along. Yeah, but they all, a lot of them are. But they... Yeah. The excitement that those forwards with little names and stuff, mm. I don't know, and it gives a little, who was we say, we said about Pendlebury last week, Scott Pendlebury can keep playing and enjoying his football because the workload's gone to mm. other people. Yeah. Whereas Shuey, Red and Hearn, those guys, the workload's no still on their shoulders. Yeah. Well, that's why, and they could lose to go. That's why the, uh, there's not a lot Dugowie of noise about if they good. lose it. Dugowie he was. came yeah. out of the gates real strong. But yeah. if they lose him, it's not the end of the world. Um, oh, I reckon he's the piece you need to win a flag. You reckon? Just what would you have? He had twenty odd, twenty three, two. two one. Like that's that. And in the grand final, he played in eighteen. Yeah, he was unbelievable. Four, four three, whatever it was. Um, but you go through again and think, right? Who were who the names? Uh, they had three players over twenty touches. Over mm. it, four it's players. Quick spread. Do you know what I mean? Like it's just it's an even spread. contest. Yeah. Melbourne, Melbourne Football Club. That's me. Uh, firstly. Uh, what do we start with? Oh, I'll start with this. I loved the, is it arrogance or whatever, of Simon Goodwin to go, our two best defenders, if we're playing against Geelong, Hawkins and Cameron, or if we're playing Carlton, um, Big H and Kerno, mm. is Lever and May. But on the weekend, they went, nah. Michael Hibbard and Petty, you take their two number ones. And Lever and May, Pick everything you up. guys just absolutely set it up and mm-hmm. zone off, yeah. disrespect the forward line. And they, they, how many times did you go to the game? Yeah, yeah. You'd look up and you'd think Frio are out and you'd look up and there'd be three Melbourne players sitting there mm. and you go, 
How are they possibly yeah. doing this? And I've never seen that May before. just floats across and takes mm. a mark. How many times do you reckon the magnets would have gone up with Michael Hibbard playing on the number one forward? Mm-hmm. Yeah. It was unbelievable coaching and just smacked of, we'll back that and we'll get help from You're you. You're normally trying to get one extra at the contest. They were just like, let's have two extra. Let's just read it. Yeah, it's yeah. a Lockie Schultz was playing on Lever for a large patch. Mm-hmm. And you go, Jesus Christ, he's going to get absolutely slaughtered in the air. But they just weren't, yeah. yeah and I, the best team we've seen, uh, I've said clearly on the weekend, strong, nailed every tackle, didn't fumble. The only bloke who fumbled on the ground for Melbourne was Clary, yeah, who's yeah. typically their best and had a broken thumb. Uh, Jack Viney, exceptional. They take the tackle on and they hit a, hit a clean uh, a, a teammate. Mm. Are they, they, that is the best I've seen live this year by yeah. a mile. Yeah, you're probably not far off. Particularly you, like that it was a bit slippery, but they just didn't. But, but like, not Conditions even close. didn't matter. Like Petrarca, Hayden Young played that high half forward, always done so well at. But then that released Christian Petrarca and you mm. go, well, which who's winning that contest? You're going to take 30 from Young or uh, high numbers from Young or Christian Petrarca. Um, yeah, I, I just so impressed, and I can't see anyone. If yeah. I had gunned to the head, I'm back on Melbourne. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I did you like they'd... Jackson taking the first rucks? Yeah, I did. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Didn't yeah. do a lot. That's your million dollars. <laughs> uh, Geelong. So a bit of breaking news coming through from the Cats. Oh, offered David Bundy a three-year deal. Mm. <laughs> Jokes. Right, that's the gear we're going with. That's what we're going with, mate. We, uh, I we thought you were serious. I was like, here. do I need to go back no, and no. get this up at the west.com.au? That's the, that's the highlight we're going to put at the start. That's the, yeah, not quite. Good humour. Uh, um, do we have a laugh track, Producer Shannon? I think we we're going to get in. What has happened to your hand? <laughs> have you had a fall? What's happened here? We can talk about it later. <laughs> <laughs> um, so the thing that I like about uh, Geelong, and I kind of realised that the weekend why I like them more than I have previous years. Is their worst five have gotten significant better, significantly better? Well, their worst five probably aren't even their worst five anymore. Well, that's the thing. They yeah. used to be. The last three, four years when they've still been up challenging, you could still pick five people and you're like, look, I've... They the rotating door of who's Who is that person? Same five in, same yeah. five out. They're not going to contribute much. But now it's kind of a spread from like, you know, Holmes, O'Connor, Buse, um, Atkins, Guthrie, all these people who are actually contributing at yeah. a good level. Yeah. And the top end... Is they've to use a, um, a term that's probably be triggering for some people after the last few years, but they flattened the curve. Oh, Jesus! <laughs> you know they've got like a, an even spread of contributors no, across do. the twenty-two, not they just do. the high end. Mm, yeah, they do. It surprised me to see someone like Parfit as the sub because he's a guy you think, oh, he's yeah. probably in that twenty-two. Whereas, well, I reckon he probably gets there for finals time. He's coming back from injury. Yeah, he can play. Um, he's good. good again, player. a little bit like yeah. Josh Kennedy. But, but that's where they are. Where it's mm. like, is Parfit in their best yeah. twenty-two, or, yeah. or is he just well, on the fringe? What do they say? It's harder to get out than it is to get in at this point of at year. this time in a, uh, in yeah, a good yeah, in a yeah. good team yeah. like why would Chris Scott change anything yeah who's you've got to someone who's had 12 touches but they've done a b and c and they've mm. won by 10 goals you well we're not going to change that he jumped up two weeks ago and had 21 and it yeah, was in the best yeah. three or four Chris you know? Scott you tip your hat so I, I I haven't given him enough love and respect I don't think over the journey but he's coaching so well to get those players who I thought mm. Geelong were going to fall off a, a cliff. Yep. They lost by 10 goals in a prelim last year. Yeah. And they're, they, they're a year older. Mm-hmm. And they're, yeah, they're, they're better. They're, better they're way better. They are way better. And they don't, yeah, I don't know how it, how it works that your best players don't contribute at the same level. Maybe this is what happens when you have two yeah. absolute gun key forwards. Like, yeah. if you can just get it in the 50 ish. But even them, even right, them on yeah. the weekend, like, it wasn't like either of them dominated and that was what the Bulldogs couldn't handle. Yeah, this is true. It was just an even spread. And I love Joel Selwood, 350 games, how he embraced mm. the crowd and moment and everything like that. It was that. good that that was down there. 
Yeah, it was great. And someone they made the comment in the commentary. Oh, Joel Selwood is unusually soaking it all in. I think alluding to him retiring. Um, like it was a little bit, and they're like, "No, he's three hundred with." The 300th game was an empty crowd, locked out. Yeah, yeah. Uh, no one could go. Ran through, ran through a banner with his niece and nephews or whatever um, in mm. Geelong. I think he's just appreciating the Geelong fans. Mm. All right, so that's done. Ready? Did you want to come back on Monday? Yeah, you, what you got Monday? Anything for Monday you want? Oh, no, I just... Nah. It's just something that took me by surprise this yeah, morning, okay. obviously. I think we were all leaning towards so the yeah, fact that he was going to go again. So my little brother texts me saying he's the best Freo player. So shut up, mate. That's just wrong. So where, so what <laughs> number is he? If you had to grade it right now, what number it's is he three. Freo history? Well, can you split... He's on the Mount Rushmore. Can you split Pav and five? Probably Pav the Probably got to wait till Fife's career is done, I think. Yeah, but I mean, it's, he's reached his heights, hasn't he? Pav's in front by a nose. Yeah, but, but oh, what if, mate, more okay, gear. Mate, come on, come on. We're going to get a live band in here come soon. On, come Let's on, go back. That, like an old uh, late night show. Pull his mic down. We'll, do, we'll <laughs> talk streamer later. If <laughs> I, if Fife can add a premiership, what does yeah, that mean? Yeah, no, I, I think and play Fife, a starring I'm a, I'm a Fife man. Yeah. So, um, so he's Monday three behind he's those two. Three. So he's clear. ahead of Sandy. Yep. McFarlane. He's ahead of McFarlane. Who else is in that list? That's that's probably do we get a little ahead of Shane Parker? Do we have a little bit more love for Monday because how star? Then when Fremantle dropped away a little bit, I wish well, I assumed that Monday He's probably done. was. But then last mm. two years he was back to being a star. Mm. Like not that he never he left being a star, but he was back to being arguably their best player at times. Yeah, I, hear. I think I think that put him put well, him he back finished up second in the best affairs. Like and only got yeah. pipped at the last game I think yeah. last year. Big Sean Darcy. Big Sean Darcy. Yeah. I think I think the Hall of Fame discussion is going to be a really interesting point as yeah. to whether and this is AFL obviously Hall for, of Fame. Yeah, for a few years down the track. Because it's a similar one. Like if you list out the accolades, it does probably he, doesn't give enough. He doesn't quite have the accolades doesn't on paper. The story only one best and fairest. Only one All Australian. Mm. Um, but whether the longevity and the class over such so, a long so period. So I know time. I know the premierships way into it, but his record's not much different to Sean Bergwijn's then. Yeah, Sean yeah, Bergwijn, one yeah. Australian, yeah. zero best and fairest. Yep. Uh, I know he won four flags, so that. I think yeah. if you get over three fifty, I think yeah, I think the longevity in, right? and not and the fact that he hasn't just sort of limped to oh he's just limping to the finish line. Had thirty six on Friday night, mm. so yeah, he's about to equal goods in ninth this yeah. weekend. So I think the longevity will probably get him there. Mm. He's um, always the top ten goal kicker at Freo. Mm, yep, um, he's kicked a lot more than you'd realise. Yeah, than no, people, most people would realise. I think. Yeah, I think he's certainly Hall of Fame. I don't think it's a discussion. You don't think it's a discussion? Nah, I, I think, think it's a discussion. Cert- I, I think he probably gets there, but so I think who, it's a discussion. Who, who, uh, let me get some names up that have been put in recently. All right, it's a pretty like. There's a lot in there. It's what I wondered this year. Like, is it, do we put too many people in in the Hall of Fame? Yeah. Well, don't start that argument now. I'm trying to push for him. To get <laughs> yeah, in. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Thursday on the podcast, Nick Rin on who he takes no, out, out, take out of the Hall of Fame. Fame. Nominate who who you doesn't deserve to Who's be there? Who's this bloke? All right, well, that's been the Hardball Gets AFL show for today. Completely packed for work in the weekend. This podcast was brought to you by the new Mazda BT50 SP. It's a complete package. We'll see you next time.